Hi, Mike here, and I want to talk to you about Boozy Jerky. You might have heard Big Ray and I talk about Boozy Jerky on the podcast or seen us post about it on our social media. Boozy Jerky is beef jerky infused with craft beer, and they have a variety of great flavors that you can get shipped directly to you. They've been awesome enough to give us a discount code to pass along to you and whoever you want to pass it along to after that. What you need to do is go to boozyjerky.com, pick out all the different beef jerky you want, add it to your cart. When you go to checkout, you use the code CBBL22. Again, that's CBBL22. And that's going to get you 10% off your entire order. And then you get craft beer infused beef jerky shipped directly to you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Craft Beer Bucket List. Before we dive in too far tonight, if you read before you clicked play, you would see that this is episode 100. Mike and Big Ray have broke off into triple digits. We're celebrating, and I don't know what better way to celebrate than by drinking beer and talking about beer and having fun and having a special guest and doing all of those things together. Beer, special guest, celebrating. But Oh, my God, I'm shutting up. Mike, bail me out, bro. I need you. <laughs> um, well, I'll say it's, it's uh, you know, we've had 99 episodes, so it's like 99 bottles of beer on the wall, right? And that was kind oh, of fun. Snap. Wow. Uh, no, it's been a lot of fun, man. We started this, uh, Heck yeah. this adventure a while back and I've had a lot of fun, met a lot of great people. And uh, I, I, I'm with you. What a better way to celebrate it and cap it off than having a, an, another guest on here, some, somebody that um, you know I think is pretty darn cool, and uh, sharing some beers. And you know, I'm with you. No, no better way to celebrate all that than having some really good beers and... There's some new beers on deck for all of us here, and yep. I'm excited about that too. But uh, first, let's uh, tell us about our beer sponsor or our sticker sponsor, and then I'll talk about our beers. All right. So this week, our sticker sponsor is Lagrange Brewing out of Lagrange, Texas. If you're uh, not familiar, that's going to be about halfway between Austin and Houston, also in Texas. Imagine that. Uh, so thank you to LaGrange, and we appreciate you guys giving us some stickers to hand out to our awesome listeners. As always, to be eligible for the stickers, you need to send us a DM on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter within seven days of the release date of this podcast. And uh, just say, I want some LaGrange in your message. We'll know what you're talking about. Now, be sure to send us that message quickly. The stickers do go out quite quickly. Yeah. So again, you can hit us up on all of our social media outlets. And uh, thank you for, for hitting that. We, we love to get DMs and interaction uh, from everybody. So even if you don't want stickers, thank you for reaching out. I appreciate that. Do we give them like bonus points if they have some ZZ Top lyrics in there? Sure. Well, we'll send out stickers and maybe, maybe do you have any like little gold star stickers too, Mike? Because that could be cool just to like give out. I think so we those have like a little had. board to put star by their name. But. I've got a, so I've got a, yeah, I've got a pile of random stickers. Yeah. So like if you, if you quote some ZZ top lyrics, we'll give you like a bonus. Some bonus stickers. Why not? I'm feeling pretty, yeah. I'm feeling pretty, uh, you know, 
good tonight and having a lot of fun. So, yay. Yeah. Anyway, a, I, yeah, we'll, we'll seen, get some stickers. We'll get some stickers. Stickers, 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 stickers. You know, like I have a sticker stash. I've probably got 150 or so just because I have a lot that haven't made it on my beer fridge yet. Uh, I'm really running out of room. I don't even know how many hundreds are on there. But your sticker stash dominates mine, just like what you have even beyond the, the sponsored stuff. It's ridiculous, Mike. And uh, I think you had that started even long before we started the podcast three years ago. Yeah, so nobody can um, see it because we're on the podcast, but I've got an uh, old door that is my desk, and I covered one side of it with, with brewery stickers, and now I have flipped it over and have started the other side. And I have really no idea what I'm going to do when I'm done with it. Uh, maybe donate it to some college kids that need a beer pong table or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, but all right. So let's talk about the beers. Uh, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to give like a preview here is we've got a special guest. And uh, so we're going to kind of give a preview. Then we're going to dive right in and welcome and kind of quiz her real quick. Um, but I want to talk about the beers. So we're going to have two rounds of beers. There's a lot of beer coming at y'all. We've got two rounds. So round one, Ray's going to have the Wild Leap Alpha Abstraction Double IPA. I'm going to have the Lost 40 Native IPA. And our special guest, Sydney, is going to have the Marshall Tulsa 16 Oatmeal IPA uh, after the namesake USS Tulsa, uh, I believe is what she had mentioned. And then for round two, you're going to have the Adroit Theory Chasing Visions of Our Future. I'm going to have New Province Life is a Luxury. Uh, and then... Sydney's going to be having the Holidayly Big Henry Hazy. Uh, I think that's a pretty solid lineup, sir. That right? is a solid lineup. Dude, this will be our 100th solid lineup, Mike. <laughs> I don't even know. We, I haven't counted in a while. I looked at the spreadsheets, but we've, with everything, I bet we're at like 400 beers now. Oh, hell. I don't with know. With these six. Like, so we've had several episodes with like eight or 10 plus beers, you know, visiting breweries and then giving us multiple flights right? and then buying more flights and talking about those. Yeah, and we then it's like, thank God we got an Uber back to the hotel from the brewery because lots of flights. <laughs> we talked about all of them. Yeah. Um, so either way, it doesn't matter. We're up there, dude. And I just think it's awesome. Um, it's so not I think, about the quantity, but it's right. uh, the quality that comes along with that big number. Sure. I think we should take this moment to tell everybody that please drink responsibly, never drink and drive. Always call a friend, an Uber or a taxi. Make it home safely. Do not get behind the wheel. Absolutely right. Responsible Mike is being responsible. You're such a dad, Mike. I know that. Yeah. I'm an, I've been, I, t- <laughs> dude, I told day. somebody the other day, I've been a 70 year old man all my life. <laughs> it's true. Like, you know, this. Yeah, it is. You've always so, been kind of cr- even even in our teens, you were kind of crotchety. Um, <laughs> I love you too. Nah. Oh, Lord, how about you introduce <laughs> our special guest? Good grief! So, uh, so I would love to do that. So, sitting uh, in the green room, if you will, uh, we have a, a special guest, and this one's pretty cool. Uh, she is local to to my part of the the world um, here in Northeast Oklahoma. So, you can find her on Instagram at Can Stop Will Hop. Yeah, but we'll call her Sydney for the podcast. So, Sydney, welcome to the show. Thank you for hanging out with Mike and I tonight. Hi. Yeah, it's been been awesome. I'm so glad to be here and celebrating y'all's 100th episode. That's awesome. And congrats to you guys. I feel honored to be here. Oh, 
the pleasure is ours, I promise. And so yeah, we're always <laughs> happy when somebody takes a, or carves out the time to hang out with this and talk about beer. Hey, Ray. No problem. I love doing that. Sydney's a Dallas Cowboys fan, by the way. Uh, you know, I read about that, and uh, that's kind of awesome since uh, you and I are both also Dallas Cowboys fans. Sydney, who's your favorite I'm Dallas a- player? Ugh. I mean, I have to go with Jason Witten on that one. I really oh, do. Oh, great choice. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's approved. <laughs> yeah, great choice. I, I mean, I don't he's, know. I'm a- he's a good one. He he earned he earned a ring in my mind. Right. One of one of the better tight ends that there was. He had to go to the Raiders Agreed. for a year, but we'll for, we'll forgive him. We'll forgive him. He's I, uh, a Cowboys fan at heart. Right. Always cowboy. Ray, what about you? Who's your favorite cowboy? Uh, you know, it's it's hard, Mike, because when when you love all of them equally because they wear the star. Um but it's it is, is this like a current Dallas player? My favorite Dallas player. Like you're, you're making it too hard. Just pick a player that's your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite because so like Emmett Smith has always had a place in my heart, right? Like I grew mm-hmm. up. I, I was just old enough to start to understand football back in the '90s when when he was, you know, in his prime. And he's just a dude that I never forgot, even his career and things he's done afterwards. He was just always been like uh, that solid guy to look up to, you know? So I'll tell you something uh, else. Been my favorite Dallas player. As he's gotten older, like I saw, I don't know where I saw him, but he had a, like a, a goatee and it was, it was gray. And, and so, he, you know, he's a black guy and like that gray goatee, it looks so effing cool. I, I love it. Yeah. I think, he, I think he's just, I mean, beyond being a great player, I think he, he's pretty fly looking. He's a pretty good looking dude. Oh, he's a good looking man, dude, man. No, for real. Here, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I, so, I just think it's, it has a very distinguished look about it, and I'm so jealous. So, all right. So, mine's Tony Romo. Oh, <laughs> I love Tony That's, Romo. I, he's my favorite. I was between the two. Yeah. Tony I, Romo. I have to show you guys something. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, what? I got oh, the old Jason Witten signature. There you go. That's awesome. I be, behind my my closet behind me here. I've got some uh, my baseball or my football card collections in there somewhere, and I've got some autograph cards that I will never leave or I never part with. All right, so Sydney, tell us how. So tell us how how you got into beer. I'm, we're getting off track, but we need to talk about beer. <laughs> I could talk about the Cowboys all night, but a beer beer is definitely, especially craft beer, is another thing I could talk about all night. So let's let's swap over. Um. The, the story about how I got into beer, I'll keep it short and sweet. I had a freshly graduated college. I was 21 and I started working for a local news agency in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I worked for channel eight ABC news and I was doing small business advertising and went to go meet up with a client, um, Pearl brewery tours, um, and he had just Tyler Palmer is the name of the owner. Who's now actually one of my very good friends because of this interaction, um, who also brews at, at broken air brewing company. So soup staying in the, in the, the beer scene for sure. But we went up to meet, meet up with this client and we met up at American Solera's old Sobo location in Tulsa. Um, that's now closed, but they have their larger new tap room now. And everybody at the table ordered, a beer they're one of their double ipas called terpy citra at the time 
I was 21. I didn't know much about craft beer. didn't know much about beer at all. And I, Terpy Citrus sounded like Big Henry. I had no idea what that meant, what kind of beer it was. And they ordered it. And I said, well, I don't know, you know, if I'd like that one. And they said, just bring around for everybody. Just, just bring one. And I was like, uh, okay. So I tried it and I was like, oh, oh this is really good. And I said, what is it? And they said, it's a double IPA. And I was like, yeah, there's no way. I, I don't think I like IPAs. And they were like, well, if you like that, you do now. And so ever since then, it kind of changed my opinion on craft beer because I drank it not knowing what it was, like going into it kind of blind and then realized I liked IPAs without knowing ahead of time that I was trying one. So I've been an IPA fan ever since and never turned back. And that's still pretty much all I drink. So speaking of IPAs, yeah. I think we should uh, open ours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm on board with that. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was a big miss by Mike. Um, so, Sydney, do you want to open yours first? We, we, we try to make the biggest and best sound with it. Okay. Hold on. I'll hold it right up. Yeah, do it. <laughs> pretty, okay? pretty, pretty crisp. Sounded pretty good. All right. Oh, look look at that. Everything of the Cowboys. I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. These don't really work for it. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. And a quick reminder, uh, Sydney's drinking Marshall Brewing's uh, Tulsa 16 Oatmeal IPA, 6.2% 70 IBUs, uh, and was brewed in honor of the USS Tulsa Naval Ship. So uh, We call it in the tap room USS Tulsa. USS so Tulsa. somebody will order a Tulsa. Oh, give them this. And I, I like the, we'll have to talk about the can art here in a second. Uh, Ray, you want to go next? I do. That was pretty good. That was a good one. And uh, Ray's drinking uh, Alpha Abstraction Double IPA by Wild Leap Brewing Company out of LaGrange, Georgia. And it's at 8% 44 IBUs. And that also has a pretty sweet can art. All it right. does. All right. So I'm going to have what I what I'm about to crack is the Native IPA by Lost Forty, and they're out of uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. All right, y'all ready? Six point three percent. Ready for it? That Ooh. wasn't that great. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I got third place. So uh, the camera cheers. Oh yeah. Cheers. Woo man. All right, so uh, I guess uh, while y'all are taking sips, I'm going to remind everybody that uh, please check out these breweries that we're featuring. Check out the beers. You can find them on you know, the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, their website. I like how I led off with Twitter, and that's really the one people kind of use the least. But, you know, that's how I roll. <laughs> I know. Um, I, don't, I don't get on there ever. Uh, um. So yeah, go check out the breweries you know, that, you know, we're talking about, you know, Ray's got wild leap and they're out of LaGrange, uh, Georgia, Sydney's drinking the USS Tulsa and they're out of, from Marshall out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then I've got the native IPA from Las Foria, Little Rock. So, uh, Sydney, do you want to go first and tell us about what's going on with your beer? Yeah. Um, I also want to preface with, I do work at Marshall Brewing Company as a beer tender, 
on Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, and I just happened to buy the last six pack of this batch of the USS Tulsa. It's an oatmeal IPA and we were about to run out of it. So I snagged myself a six pack, um, and was just really happy about it. Um, cause we currently don't have it on for another few weeks. Um, yeah, this beer is an oatmeal IPA. And the oatmeal and the IPA definitely, well, the oatmeal and the beer makes it a lot smoother than, um, I would say that in your average beer, the oats are, since they're a little bit sweeter, they kind of cut down the hops and they make the beer a little smoother than an average IPA. Um, I just, I love this beer. This is one of my, one of my go-to IPAs for sure. It's, it's very smooth and, um, it's got three different hops in it i believe uh yeah, this has got a citra galaxy so it's and Nelson's, galaxy yeah so- Nelson yeah Salvin. and i love citra hops anything with a citra hop i'm all over it <laughs> i know it's not very creative to love citra hops but i do so you love what you're you yummy i mean it's like it's like i know it, it's, it, it's all about your taste, bro. And just so you know, it's like we all have taste buds. I have a special relationship with mine. They're my taste bros. So if you hear me <laughs> refer to that, we'll talk about the, the flavor receptors on your tongue, I promise. But whatever your taste bros are into, like I'm a big fan of citra hops. Um, I love they, them. They're super juicy, right? They give you a lot of citrus notes. I think that's why it has the name that it has. Um, so it's like who, who wouldn't like it, in my opinion. But I'm also a hop head. I'm an IPA guy. I know. Sad. Marshall's is coming out with a, with a new IPA that has cashmere hops in it. And I'm really excited for that one. It's going to be good. Are they going to get it? Yes. It's going to be distributed all over the state of Oklahoma. I can say it because they're releasing it. Um, by the time that this episode is going to air, it's called slow train IPA. Be on the looks for it. Cause it's going to have galaxy hops, citra hops, and cashmere hops and i believe one other so i'm really Very excited nice. for it look out for it <laughs> um i want to come back here in a second to the uh, uss tulsa but ray you want to tell us yes. a little bit about your beer i do so this is a, a first taste for me um oh. i've not had this beer before so i, I was drawn in by the can art uh, i love a flat black can um, that just has a couple little things on it that really pop. And me living in Oklahoma, uh, buffalo or bison are a big thing. And this has a very colorful outline of a buffalo that that caught my eye. And then I saw it's a double IPA that caught my other eye. I'm like, <laughs> I have to, I have to try this. And I'm so glad I did. Uh, my first drink, I was like, oh hell yes, this is good. Uh, Wild Leap made a badass beer. But uh, this being a double IPA, I expected, you know, the, the, the IBUs be dialed down a bit. What I didn't expect was to have a beer that's not hazy be so juicy. Like this is like juicy. Um, and it makes sense to me. You look at the back of the can. It has some song lyrics on it, Mike. It says, I want them real thick and juicy. So find that juicy double by one Sir Mix a lot. If anyone's ever heard of that guy, who? 
So, uh, I mean, this is the 15th edition of this beer, and I can see why they keep making it because, damn, y'all killing it in Georgia with these IPAs. You're making me want to try that. <laughs> that's the point, right? That's, that's, that's what we do. We uh, we introduce um, drinks to folks. We, we, we try uh, – we bring them beers you have to try before you die. And uh, we're going to put this on your craft beer bucket list. Yes. Did you find that local to you in Oklahoma? Uh, no. So I travel uh, regularly for my day job. And so everywhere I go, I buy uh, beer as much as I can fit in my suitcase and fly home with legally. And uh, I review those on the podcast, share with Mike, do whatever I have to do. Um, so I I go and I go to breweries everywhere, go to, you know, total wine and more, uh, just whatever I can find locally that has craft beer Mm -hmm. and, uh, just find a big selection because there's a lot of stuff out there. They only distribute locally or regionally. Right. I wouldn't find them in Oklahoma otherwise. So it's like, well, take advantage of work and, uh, bring home some beer. Yep. I was just in Florida. I got back last night and unfortunately I took a carry on. Um, so I didn't check any beer back, but when I was there, I had a whole bunch. So there you go. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I don't know if I can ever say Florida again. It's always Florida. <laughs> I don't know. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Whatever, Mike. So I'm drinking the uh, native IPA. <laughs> I'm drinking the native IPA by Lost 40. And this is a this is a pine ball. Like, it's very piney to me, um, which is cool. It's So it's got citrus. It's got to have some citra hops in it as well. It's got some strong citrus, um, but the hop, the pine comes through pretty strong for me. Um, it's it's very dry and crisp, so I you know I wouldn't consider you know juicy or you know fluffy or you know whatever. Um, I think it drinks pretty easy, but I like it. Uh, I'm not you know uh, IPAs are not my go to genre of beer style of beer but uh i think i've drank more ipa since we started this podcast than i ever thought i would but it's good um so the native ipa excuse me the native ipa is a collaboration with a local um apparel maker here in central arkansas and uh, they do a lot of stuff for adventuring uh whatever that may be for you Um, they make a lot of different adventuring apparel so hiking, biking, skydiving, fly fishing, all the above. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Anyway, awesome. that's that's what I've got. So I like collaborations. Those are fun. So I so yeah, yeah, you know, it can be. Uh I want to go back to the USS Tulsa. Sydney, could you tell us about the can art and the naming of the beer? Yes. Um the can art has a kind of color blocked in black and white, very like almost a cartoony looking ship on it from the front. And it is named after the USS Tulsa ship. Um, and I think that that's pretty cool. They brought that in because a lot of people don't know about that and bringing it into to the Tulsa area. Um, and it's, it's pretty cool. Cause at the bottom where they have the name, they have like, um, it's blue and they have the ocean waves and then underneath it, they have the Tulsa 16 oatmeal IPA name for it. And I always think that sometimes when people are thinking about an oatmeal IPA, it might turn them off. But in all reality, I think it makes the beer better because it it almost comes across as a hazy because it is so smooth and it does have those fruity notes that you're going to get with those citra hops. 
Um, so if you ever see an oatmeal IPA and it's advertised very largely on the can, don't get turned off by it. It's actually a good thing. And I'd recommend that everybody tried one. This is actually the only oatmeal IPA that I've ever had. I haven't found any other oatmeal beers or at least beers that advertise that they have oats in them. Um, but I would definitely recommend it. It makes the beer just a tad, I wouldn't say sweet, but the sweetness from the oats definitely do kind of counteract the bitterness that you're going to get in the hop. So it is, it is a very smooth, crisp, refreshing beer. Um, and I'm normally the type of person that's going to drink like a hazy IPA or an Imperial or a double, um, over just a single IPA because I do like the juiciness and the haziness. And, um, this IPA definitely, um, has the characteristics of a hazy for sure. Um, but it isn't quite as fruity maybe as a hazy would be. I remember, I think talking about oatmeal IPAs, I I know, I think stone brewing made one. I'm not, I haven't seen it around in a while by any means, but I know they had one at some point, but most of the time you see oatmeal in the stouts, you know, the oatmeal stouts. Yes, you will see them in the stouts. Mm-hmm. But I was seeing but not in the white else. beers usually. Right. No, you're right. I was seeing there was somebody else that had an, uh I can't think of it in it right now. I'll think of it when it doesn't matter. But I you know, I'm 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 interested in trying it. So I think it'd be fun. fun. Should be back on the shelves in a in a couple of weeks, but unfortunately this particular beer is a tap room only. So you, they don't distribute it outside of the tap room. But if you come to Tulsa, come to the tap room, you can get this beer in six packs to go or in growlers or whatever you would like. Yeah, Yeah, I need to do that. So this is a beer for Marshall I have not had. Okay. uh, So I've not, I've also not had an oatmeal IP before. I've had plenty of oatmeal stouts, but Mm -hmm. I I need to go. So you've added a beer to my craft beer bucket list. Yeah. So thank you for bringing this on. I've had a lot, a lot of beers. There's obviously there's way more that I haven't seen or haven't had, even in my own backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've, I've got to go get my grubbies on this and, uh, and pound a few. It's, so, and it's, it's poundable. It's, it is poundable. That's for sure. <laughs> and then I like the fact it, it, you know, I was sad, you know, five years ago when this ship launched, it didn't, pun fully intended here, it didn't make that big of a splash locally. <laughs> um, it, it was, I know it was cheesy. Um, it was on the news a little bit, and there was a small gathering in, in downtown Tulsa for its launch, but it wasn't made into a big deal like I would have hoped that it was. Uh, so I'm glad that Marshall picked up on it. They're still carrying it on because how cool is it that we have an active naval vessel yes. doing its thing named after – it's not even the first ship. I think this is the second or third ship that's been named for uh, Tulsa. Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, But still, it was launched – uh, on March 16th of 2017, um, it's a really cool looking ship. If you Google it and look at photos of it, it looks very futuristic uh, and super cool. And it's like, man, that's uh, it's named after our city. I like it. Have y'all uh, seen the USS Batfish? Yes. Yeah, done in Muskogee? No, I and have a, not. Uh, the USS Batfish is a retired uh, vessel outside of Muskogee, Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. I, I drive through there relatively often. I'll check it out. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like an old submarine. Was it a World War II submarine? Yeah. Yeah, we had those. It was a big deal. This made the news. We had the floods three years ago. It was actually lifted up off its little stands, and it moved. That was a scary time. Y- yes, it was. Absolutely. 
That's when so I was working anyway. at that news station. <laughs> uh, right, right. So, Mike, uh, before we, we fall off on a tangent again, let's do a recap, uh, get our ratings and our song pairings. What do you think? No, sure. Um, so, real quick, uh, Sydney is drinking Marshall Brewing's USS Tulsa or the Tulsa 16 Oatmeal IPA at 6.2%. Um, she's, she's preparing her rating at a 1 to 10, and she's preparing her song pairing as we speak. I can see it happening. Um, Ray, yeah, Ray, Ray is drinking. Oh my lord, uh, I get distracted so easy. Ray's drinking the Alpha Abstraction, Abstraction Double IPA from Wild Leap Brew Company out of Lagrange, Georgia, at eight percent, forty-four IBUs. Ray, you are also preparing your rating and your song pairing. And what I'm going to do, I'm is ready. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to talk about Native IPA from Lost Forty Brewing out of Little Rock. Um, I'm going to, so this is a, this is a piney, uh, IPA, very uh, dry, crisp, clean, uh, a little bit of sweet malt, but I'm going to go ahead and start it off. I'm going to give this beer an eight out of 10 for what it's supposed to be. It is right on target and I like it. And the fact that it's, uh, they're, they're collaborating with native apparel, which is a, uh, a wandering adventuring type apparel company. I'm going to pair it with a song called On the Road Again by Sir Willie Nelson um, because uh, he's one of my favorites and I can do it because it's my song choice. Um, so what I'd like to do, if it's okay with you, Sydney, I'll let Ray go next and we'll save the best for yeah. last. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Sir. All right. So so I've got the Wild Leap uh, Brew Co. Brewing Company in LaGrange, LaGrange Georgia. The Alpha Abstraction Double IPA, again, coming in at 8% ABV, a really dialed down 44 IBUs, which I'd expect from a double. But because it, this was so juicy and I didn't expect it, I'm going to give it a really high rating. It's not often I'm surprised anymore. This surprised me. I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. This is absolutely a beer I would make a road trip for to get. So I may be going to Georgia before we get to 2023, Mike. I'm going to get some more of these. And uh, my song, I don't know why this song popped in my head, but like my second drink, um, that song on my own. Oh my God. My own worst enemy by lit going back to my, my high school days a little bit with that. Or maybe my, just after my I graduated own worst enemy? early two thousands. Yes. My own worst enemy by Ben called lit L I T L I T as in like Long Island iced tea. No, like just the word lit. Uh, okay. I'm just I'm just trying to spell it. <laughs> good grief! I've never heard of this. That's what I'm going with. Never heard of my life. All right. So see, this is why we set you up, Sydney, because Ray has terrible song pairings, and then oh we let God. you come in and hit a home run. So Sydney, what? How would you rate your beer? Uh, tell us why, and then let's hear a song that you would pair with it. All righty. I have had this beer before, so this wasn't the first time that I tried it. But the first time that I did try it was recently. And I remember I just loved it, how smooth it is and surprisingly smooth because I had never had an oatmeal IPA before. And it's just, it's one of a kind for me until I find another one. And I, I love it. I think it's a really good beer. Um, and I, I would give it an eight out of 10 for sure. Um, with how, how smooth it is and flavorful, it's got a front, middle and back end for sure. And I appreciate that in my beers. And my song pairing is My Maria by Brooks and Dunn. Ray, this and is, is not kind of person right here. 
Yeah, Brooks. I chose it because as soon as I was thinking about this, when we were talking about the ship, I thought of the lyric, um, the ship, like a ship sailing on the sea. At the end of that, there's a verse that says that in the song. So popped into my head. It makes sense. Yeah. So and when she's around, she uh, makes my also, blues away. Good beer, good song. You know, it's classic. So it, it Mike, is a next time song. you and I, it is a good, next time we go to karaoke, Mike. This is what I'm going to write down next to your name because I know you don't want to sing karaoke anymore. <laughs> I'm going to throw you under the bus with "My Maria" by Brooks and Dunn, and I want to hear you hit those high notes. Ooh, hold yeah, it, like, hold the Mama long Marie. high notes. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> that was awesome, Mike. Yeah. Got American I think Idol. your microphone uh, concealed a little bit of that for us. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney, you don't know this, but uh, I'm an avid Clownvis fan, and I can sing a great song by Clownvis. Okay. Well, are you going to hit another high note for us? No, I'm going to do it in the break. Okay. I, I think everybody <laughs> probably turn it off if, if, right. if they heard it. So, yeah. We, 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 we noticed that, that uh, whenever I sing cl- this, this song, our views, our listens go way up. <laughs> Not really. Oh. I'm making that up. I'm making it up. Probably the opposite adverse <laughs> right. effect on that one. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, before we go to break, let's uh, let's recap. Um, goodness, yeah. Who needs who needs enemies? Um, <laughs> so Sydney if I could re- whistle, that effect would have been a lot better. Yeah, like like the like the uh, Wally Coyote kind of thing. Uh, yeah, there you go. Okay, so we're gonna recap before we go to the commercial. Sydney had the. <sighs> Sydney had the Marshall Brewing Tulsa USS Tulsa, the Oatmeal IPA. She gave it an eight out of ten, and paired it with Brooks and Dunn's "My Maria," which is a great song. Ray uh, had a terrible pairing, but he had a great beer. He chose Wild Leap Brew Company's Alpha Abstraction Double IPA at eight percent. And actually, I don't know if it's a terrible pairing. I just give him a hard time. It's a song called "My Own Worst Enemy" by a band called Lit. And then uh, I had, so I had the native IPA by I lost 40 and I paired it with Willie Nelson on the road again, give it an eight out of 10. And we will be right back after the break with three new beers. Uh, Hopefully three beers you have to try before you die after this. And thank you for hanging out through that short commercial break. Welcome back to episode 100. 100. 100. 100. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm just going to dive right back in. Sydney, I got to know something. What's going on? So you're pushing legendary status on Instagram right now with with your beer blog and whatnot and what you're you're doing. And I I don't want to overplay anything, but you're a total rock star. 
Um, I know you're super chill about it and I, and I appreciate you, you being so humble, but uh, tell us how, how did you get started with that? Well, um, I also work at another brewery, um, in the Tulsa area called broken arrow brewing company. And it was a random Wednesday and this guy comes in and his, he, he was, he was like, Hey, you know, I want to get a flight for him a flight. And he was like, Hey, do you guys have any merch? And so I said, yeah, we have all these things. He goes, all right, give me all of it. And he set up like a nice little stage on the bar top and put hat and like stickers and all sorts of stuff and took these pictures and asked me a bunch of questions. And I was like, okay, so like, you know, you want to, he started handing me the, the merch back and I said, you're not buying it. And he goes, oh no, I have no use for that. I just wanted to take the pictures with it. And I was like, okay, why? So he told me he started a beer blog. Um, his beer blog, um, he showed it to me and I started following him. It's called in search of beer. And he goes around like the he's lives in Texas, like the Midwest area. He travels a lot for work and goes to breweries and tries a bunch of different beers and posts about it. And he was like, yeah, you know, I run this little beer blog on Instagram, like nothing real big. And I said, Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, tell me more. And he goes, yeah, like, it's actually pretty cool. You know, a bunch of people follow me and I get to share about share beer with cool people. And he goes, yeah. And and some, some breweries even sent me some, some free stuff like to promote. And I was like, Whoa, you got free beer. He goes, yeah. And I said, all right, I'm gonna start me one of these. So, um, (laughs) so, so I did, and I started posting stuff. So this was only a few months ago. I mean, gosh, maybe like six months ago, not that long ago. And I started posting stuff because I travel all the time because um, I'm in, in flight school to, to be a pilot. And my mom's actually a flight attendant. Um, so I do have like some standby passes. So I, I try to travel a lot and drink beer around the country whenever I can. And so I, I thought it'd be kind of cool to, to start a little like travel journal beer blog. So I did. And I decided that my goal was for a brewery to send me free beer. And, um, very recently this lovely brewery called holiday moved to Oklahoma and they expanded and they were looking for some people to share their beer with and they're uh, um, based out of Golden, Colorado. And so they sent some beer care packages to some people in the Oklahoma area. And I was one of the lucky recipients of beer that I didn't have to pay for. So that was my goal for my beer blog. And I've met it. So now I need to come up with another goal. So I need you guys to help me because <laughs> I just met my goal. So now I don't know what's next to be on a podcast. That's pretty cool. I didn't expect that. So (laughs) that's an awesome one. So I did that too. So doing, doing, doing new things here. You're you're doing big things. So the the first time it happened uh, for, at least for me, I was like, Oh my gosh, I've made it. I'm somebody Bree sent me beer to my house. Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) And where Mike and I, we never expect it, but when it happens, it's still super cool. And uh, mm-hmm. I think you'll know, shoot for the moon. It's like, just wait till you're, you're 25th, whether it's beer or, or other things come with it. Right. Uh, so think of what else that you want that ties into the beer industry. I'm like, I want this next and just always set the next thing or multiples of that. Like I want to get 10 cases of beer uh, or, or yeah. just whatever. Right. Just always multiply that. I mean, you're, you're obviously a go-getter. Um, you know how to, 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 to game plan and set goals and whatnot, just apply those best, you know, practices to what you're doing here. And, uh, you'd be surprised what will come with that. 
Like I'm still surprised at, at what Mike and I run into just as we plug along through this. So the sky's the limit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's also cool that such, it was such a cool company too, that shared their merch with me. So that's pretty awesome. Right. So, uh, we're going to ask more random questions, but I think we should open our beers here real quick and start drinking while we're talking. Yeah. That's why we're here. Right. Right. So, uh, Sydney, I'd love for you to go first again. Okay. Um, let's see if I can do it a little bit better this time. Make it a little bit more dramatic with my beer opening here. Had a good pop. Yeah. yeah. It, it started right. really slow, but ramped up quickly. So not, not bad. Okay. I'm, I'm a novice. So Sir Neil. bear with me. Mm, that was good. Dramatic. That was very good. I like it. You can hear uh, Sydney pouring hers. <laughs> Deliberate. All right. All right. So here we go. Here's mine. You ready? One, two, three. Not bad. Rock solid yeah. as always. Yeah, I mean, uh, so for everybody uh, listening at home in their cars, on their commutes, wherever you're picking up this podcast, Sydney's got the Holla Daily Brewing Big Henry Hazy IPA. And we'll come back to that here in a second. Uh, Ray is drinking a Droid Theory, uh, Chasing Visions of Our Future. Uh, and it's a 10.1% triple hazy IPA. That's a mouthful. Uh, and I've got the new province brewing life is a luxury hazy IPA. So we've got all got the hazies going on. Hazy, hazy, hazy. All right. I think it's time when, uh, uh, Sydney, you want to tell us a little bit about holiday. So you mentioned holidays recently come in Oklahoma. They're from golden, right? You've been yes. to golden, haven't you? Golden is such a cute little been. town. Yep. I love it. So it's a good town. Yeah, tell us a little bit about, uh, holiday. Um, I can tell you guys a little bit about it. Um, I really like this brewery one because it's woman owned. I think that that's just really cool. There's not a ton of women that own breweries in this country and it's definitely a male dominated industry. Um, and I think that it's really cool that, um, that this brewery is woman owned and proudly women owned. Um, I also really think that this brewery is, is awesome because they are both gluten-free and vegan, neither of which I am. I am vegetarian, but, um, I am not vegan. So I do appreciate a good lactose in my beer every once in a while. Um, but yes, a hundred percent vegan, hundred percent gluten-free. And they are very, very adamant that their entire establishment from start to finish remains gluten-free. And I love that we can have gluten-free beer. That's that's open to people being able to drink open to the public. And that's good. It's awesome. Like to have this beer and you would never know that it was made any differently. And it's just, it's, it's delicious. So I think that this is a really cool brewery that's expanding South of Colorado. That's hopefully coming to a liquor store near you soon. So I think that that's cool. And I, I love to support, um, cool businesses like that. I really like the can art. Um, you know, Got big bass Billy on there trying to go after a lure. Uh, and mm -hmm. I, I really, I'm a, I'm a fan. So that's the big Henry hazy IPA at 6.3%. Um, and so what they said on there is big Henry is the trophy fish. That's always just out of reach. 
Uh, and I, I like that. Uh, and they're from Golden, Colorado. Have you, so Sydney, have you been to Golden, Colorado? I have, I have, I've been there a few years ago. Um, I was with people that weren't very avid beer drinkers and we ended up actually not going to any breweries, which is very sad because it was, if it was my choice, every single trip would solely be about breweries. Um, but unfortunately that wasn't the case and I was not the one driving. So <laughs> we kind of poked around downtown. Um, and then kind of, we were just there for a couple hours. It's a cute little town. I mean, I, we went there because of the Coors plant or the Coors, uh, tour and whatnot, but we uh, did that. And then they said it was like a five hour wait. So then we left. Oh yeah. We got there like <laughs> first thing in the morning. Yeah. We um, did it the right way. We were right. there at like two. So, uh, Ray, you awesome. want to tell us a little bit that? about your beer? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What? Oh, I was just asking. It was a cool, you know, it was, it was all right. It was, it was very similar to the Budweiser one that a lot of people have done. Um, you Mm -hmm. know, minus the Clydesdales, um, you know, similar process. There's, there's good history there and I appreciate that. Um, you know, uh, I'm not a, uh, a hater of big beer, but, um, at the very end, you got to sample some beers and have some pretzels and hang out. Um, we didn't do too much of that because we were, you know, moving on to do other stuff. Cause I think we were on our way to SS park at that point. Okay. So we stopped in, did that and then continued on SS park and whatnot. But awesome. It was cool. I mean, it's definitely worth a shot, a stop. And then there's, you know, I don't remember Holla Daily being there when I was there. This is a few years ago, but um, okay. definitely some other breweries that, uh, were around at the time. Cause I think the last time I went to golden was probably like 2008 to 2010. Yeah, they've maybe. been around for about, I think six years. Yeah. So. Cool. Cool. Ray, uh, what about your beer, it, sir? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Adroit Theory, if, if you're in Virginia, this is a, in, in a craft beer. They, these guys are very well known and really for their IPAs. Uh, I think I got you an Oktoberfest um, towards the end of last year from, from there. And I was super surprised to see that even. Uh, it was, it was a barrel aged Oktoberfest. That's you know what you're right. Yeah. Um, so, but their IPAs are next level, man. But I got drawn into them initially uh, by their can art, and it's so just the can art is very heavy metal, and not like hair bands and guitars. But when you look at it, it's just like rawr, you know, just like rawr. Um, and I, it really spoke to me. Uh, and so I tried their beers. I visited the brewery. And it's out in Purcellville, Virginia, which is about 35 minutes uh, west of Dulles International Airport, Dulles, Virginia. So it's out in the middle of nowhere, right? And it's a very small brewery. And when I visited, I was very surprised at the brewery based on the can art. Now, but you go there, people are super friendly, uh, just a small little you know spot to sit down and chill. Their outdoor space is much larger uh, than inside, and it, even the outdoor space isn't that big. But the burrito is—it's cool, man. Like the, the, they have heavy metal music playing uh, when you go in. It's not—it's lo- not loud, so you can enjoy conversation and whatnot. But it's like, Rawr! and as everything about them fits what you see on the can, and the beer even somehow ties into it. Uh, I'm drinking a, a 10.1 percent ABV IPA, so it's really cranked up. I mean, it's a triple. Now, of course, that drives the the bitterness way down and really makes a lane for the hazy to come in. Um, and this is so citrus forward, like insane citrus forward. Uh, and so in reading on this, you see they use clementine oranges, 
which are like the little cuties. You go to the store and you buy the tiny oranges for your kiddos. I mean, that's a clementine. So a little sweeter. Uh, it's got some sour notes from the grapefruit. Um, so you kind of have some clashing citrus here, which makes sense given the can art. Um, there's this, this armored up dude with like this pike on this big battle steed fighting some demon looking dude. And I really feel like demon looking dude is a grapefruit and this warrior is a clementine. This is where my imagination goes. Um, but it has this, I want to say odd, but it's got a bitterness on the backside. So it's a very complex beer. Um, definitely like, uh, was mentioned earlier, it's got a front middle and a back. It tells a story. Like when you take a photograph, you want to have some depth. You want to have your foreground, your middle ground and your background. And you feel that with this beer. It's, it's very detail oriented. It's, it's got a lot of body to it. And I, I don't, this is definitely not a gateway beer, Mike. Now we talk about, you know, those beers to introduce somebody into the craft beer world with. This is not among them. All right. Um, this is for a seasoned beer drinker, uh, really to enjoy. Again, very complex, very enjoyable. And it's, uh, it's badass, dude. I'm, I'm digging this. Well, uh, y'all both have, so my, my beer is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've got the hazy, I've got the life is a luxury. It's a hazy IPA from uh, new province out of Rogers. And, uh, so, I mean, it, it's, it's good. It's got some citrus and pineapple. Uh, it, it does have, a, it says it on the, the can, but it has a little bit of vanilla flavoring about it as well. So it has that, a little bit of that, um, undertone, I guess you would say, um, so it, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It, it, it tastes good. Um, it's not, so I poured it in a glass it, and it's not as hazy as I thought it would be. Um, it, it's not clear. Uh, but you know, I just, when you think of hazy, you think of like what Sydney's got in her glass, right? Um, you, you, real cloudy. That's hazy. This, th yeah. This, this one's you can't not tell as where the foam ends and where the beer stops in this, this glass. Right. Uh, so, uh, but it, it tastes fine. It tastes really good. It's not as carbonated uh, as uh, a lot of them, which I actually like. It's a little bit dialed down, so I prefer that a little bit. Um, but I like it. So, and th and that's the life is a luxury uh, by New Province. And New Province makes some good beers. I I've had some other the beers from them, and I really like them. So they're doing some good stuff. Um, but this one, I, I think this one may not speak to me personally as much. I think that the other folks might. Uh, in, the hot pads might enjoy this uh, <laughs> if they got a hold of it. For me, I think it's uh, I, this is not one I would go back to a lot just because it's not speaking to me personally. That's fair. Yeah, I, I have to be. I have to be careful because I, I, I it's, it tastes fine. No, yeah, well, we all know you're not like an IPA lover. Like we, I know, like I've known for years, you're a stout guy. That's kind of like your thing. Or, uh, you know, some of the other lighter beers. I've seen you drink a lot of those in the last, you know, two decades. Uh, so IPAs, <laughs> bless your heart. I mean, you've you drank so many of them on the podcast, Mike, and so many kudos to you because I know that's not what your taste bros are after. Right. But I'm in the same boat. Like, I avoided stouts for years after my first experience with the stout. Um, it was called the Bare Knuckle. And we've talked about this a few times. It was terrible. It just tasted like trash. I'm not going to say who made it. Um, but it was <laughs> Why a horrible not? beer. And I thought, <laughs> because I'm just not like that. Uh, okay, fine. We we got it as as a taster when you and I visited the uh, Anheuser Busch Brewery. There you go in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, um, I'll just say it. 
And I didn't like it. I thought it was trash. I'm like, if this is what the stout is, I'm never drinking another stout. And I didn't for 15 years. Um, and I got introduced to him again with the podcast. And I realized I have been missing out for 15 years. There's so many good stouts out there. Uh, but I just mostly stuck to IPAs. That was my jam. I've had so, so many IPAs. But through the podcast, I've been introduced to so many other styles um, and whatnot. And it's like, man, there's so much good stuff out there. We have to spread the word. And so we do, Mike. Right. But anyway, I'm, but all that. I'm actually interested in that because I'm not a stout person at all. But I've had a couple that I'm decent on, but I'm not a coffee fan. And to me, the stouts always have that like roasty flavor that tastes like coffee. Oh, so I tend man. to avoid them, unfortunately. So uh, we will help you out. It's like I've got I a handful at the top of my head. I could get oh man, the only beer I've I ever can, given a ten. I can I can do a white stout or like a blonde stout because it doesn't have that roastiness. Right, like I've only given one beer a ten out of ten on the podcast, and it was a stout out of Illinois. Oh, okay. And it tasted it tasted like French toast, maple syrup, and butter with like a scrambled egg finish. It was like breakfast in a can. It was the most amazing thing. You have maple and syrup it was, in it. You've you've got my my New England heart. It's heart right in oh, there. And uh, I got to give a shout out to Beer Babe Jess because uh, she's the one that got me that beer. Um, and she's like a, a really big name on Instagram in the beer industry. So we love we love Jess. She's been on with us a couple of times. She's super cool, super cool individual. And I was like, wow, she she delivered a home state beer, and it was so so good. I'll never ever I forget the name. I'm miserable at names, but it was so so good. I will never ever forget that beer. I have in my fridge. Oh. I have a beer that uh, a stout that was aged in maple syrup barrels. In my possession. There is one on tap at Marshall Brewing Company right now. And it's very good. A stout? Called the Black Dolphin Stout. It's an Imperial oh, yeah. Stout. Oh, aged in that's a good beer. Yeah, I've had a good number of those. So good. Yes, very good. I, I like that one more than others. I'll say that. There you go. Hey, that's a good. St- that's a good start. Don't don't discredit yourself. This happened about two weeks ago, so this is new, very very new. So anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a stout some guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is so before we get to our ratings and our song pairings, what we'd like to do, Sydney, is do random questions. And so what we'll do is we'll ask you some random questions, just like it sounds, okay. and then you can turn toward us and, and ask us random questions if you want as well. So it's, it's, but that's up to you. Cool. Um, I'll say if there's anything that, you, you know, you feel uncomfortable answering, you can tell us to go screw ourselves or whatnot. Not, we won't, we won't go that far. <laughs> uh, but, but you know, it's up to you and how much you divulge, but I've got your first random question. Are you ready for it? Ready. Hit me with it. What is your, what was your favorite childhood cartoon? Or your adulthood cartoon. Oh. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I never really watched much TV growing up in New England. We were kind of just always outside doing anything and everything and just taking stuff apart and putting it back together. Um, I mean, the main cartoon that I remember watching is Dora. And the reason that I liked it is because I wanted to learn Spanish. And I did. Like, I think that that was something that really always stood out to me is 
learning a multiple languages because my mom speaks German and um, I ended up actually taking French for eight years over Spanish, but it kind of, I think that kind of got me hooked on wanting to be trilingual. So I think that one probably stands out to me. Perfect. Perfect answer. There you go. Ray, what about you? (laughs) Are you asking me to ask a question, Mike? Or, or answer it. It's up to you, dude. It's your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So I will ask a question of you. Uh, so I'm, I'm the foodie of the, obviously Mike loves food, but I am in love with food. Okay. And, uh, you mentioned you're a vegetarian and, yes. and if I'm diving too deep here, stop me. But I'm curious if you dive into like the impossible meats, um, uh, mm-hmm. or other varieties like that. Yeah. I'm a very avid cook. Um, I, I don't find myself going out to eat very often. I, I love, love making stuff from scratch, whether it's baking, cooking, you name it. I love to do it. Um, and I find myself like black bean burgers, any type of like veggie, veggie foods. I love making tofu. I've gotten the tofu down to a science where I get it crispy on the outside and Mm. crunchy with like chewy in the inside. And it's actually really good. And I've gotten it to the point where it actually has maybe like the consistency of chicken. Um, or so wow. I've heard from the meat eaters cause I haven't eaten meat in about 16 years. So it's been a while. Um, I was an ambitious child, so I decided to not participate in the meat industry anymore, but I, That's yeah, great. I know the impossible burgers are really good. I'd recommend Charleston's, um, for sure. They have a good impossible burger, but yeah, I love, I love trying new, new, new things. I'm always, always interested in in sampling impossible whatever there is to offer right burger so king's listened. impossible whopper is pretty good too if y'all oh haven't tried it you should try it. i i have uh i'm in my 40s now and fast food hits me different than it did 20 years ago um yeah so don't judge me if you must i'm not offended but i still get bacon added to my impossible whopper because I, I love my bacon mm-hmm. but it goes it works out better for me at Burger King, at least getting impossible patties. I'll pay the extra dollar a patty, whatever. It still tastes amazing. Um, it, but it's I good. Gotta, I have to plug a local business, and you'll, I think you'll appreciate this. I believe it's in the Marshall family. Um, there's a new okay. sandwich shop in downtown Tulsa called the Dracula, or called Dracula Sandwich. Um, okay. I went in there with my wife a few weeks ago, and she got this General So chicken sandwich. But the chicken is, um, it's not chicken meat. It's, um, I think, tofu or I forget what it was, but I ate it and I'm like, this is so effing good. Like you would, it has a great texture about it. It doesn't feel fake. It feels like a breaded piece of chicken. And it it's just like, damn, y'all are killing it with this. So That's just, awesome. Uh, a little, I'm going to write that down. Another we can, you know, talk about this, you know, off air, whatever. I'll, you know, give you some other feedback, whatever. But so free plug, Dracula Sandwich, downtown Tulsa, a great spot. And they have some uh, vegetarian and vegan options on the menu. We love to hear that. Oh, Ghost Dragon Express. I, I know where that is. Yeah. It's cool. in the same, same little place. The same counter. Yes. You can order a, a really cool sandwich or some Chinese food. I love it. Right. That's awesome. I'll have to have to take a trip over there for sure. It's about five minutes from me. So, <laughs> right, right on. 
All right. So I got one more question before, uh, before I'm done with my questions, I guess. Um, okay. If, if they were going to make a movie about your life and, and maybe it's a drama, maybe it's a comedy, I don't know. Um, but if they're going to make a movie about your life, what actor is playing you? Who are you going to pick? That's so hard because I'm not a movie buff at all. Um, somebody came into the brewery and said that I looked like somebody the other day, but of course I forget who it was. Um, people have said that I look like Drew Barrymore and I don't see it at all. Um, I don't know. I think Drew Barrymore is cute. Yeah. I mean, I could go with that. I I think that I've looked up pictures of her with bangs because that's like the closest idea of what she looks like or what I like we would look like the same, you know, that way. So maybe, maybe I'd pick, pick her just because somebody said that we looked alike before I cut all my hair off. So (laughs) maybe I'd go with that. I don't know. And she's also funny. So I think that would be kind of cool to have somebody that was like funny and cute and actually a good, you know, a good actor to play me, I guess that would be kind of cool. Right. But yeah, yeah, see, somebody had to tell me that I I wouldn't know off the top of my head. I'm I'm very much not a movie buff. Unfortunately, my interests more lie in football and, and beer and cars. Ray, what about you? Who would play Ray Neal in a movie? Oh man. Uh, you know, Ben Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) That's who would play big Ray. He is not, he's not the right side. The thing is you have to find somebody like Vince Vaughn is the same height. I am, but he is not built like me. So you'd have to find somebody tall that's not skinny, and that's you don't see that in a lot of Hollywood movies. I think Ben Affleck's a fine choice. I don't. I, I like. I'm. A, I like Ben Affleck. I think he would do it as an actor. He would do a great job, but he doesn't have the build. Right. That's all I'm saying. He's a fine actor. Like, except in Daredevil. Sorry, Ben. Daredevil is a terrible movie. Not your fault, but bad movie. But I like him in a lot. A lot of other movies. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. Ray, who, who's playing you in a movie, Mike? Dude, I, so this is a, actually a question because I think about these all the time when I'm sitting on the toilet or whatnot. I don't know, but um, <laughs> uh, there's times I would think like, so I think the closest thing. So like, as far as like uh, body wise and stuff like that, like Jack Black's pretty close. Right. <laughs> But I'm awesome. definitely not the out as outgoing and as free spirited as Jack Black is. Um, but that, uh, but in a movie, you kind of you make some you, you know you, you make some artistic, creative decisions, right? So Jack, like Mike Bradley, could be a little bit more outgoing and fun, right? Who, who's That's the guy? True. Who's you know, Jack Black. He's played a couple. Good. Oh, what well, you know what? With, with that haircut, I kind of see it. So she's shown us Drew Barrymore <laughs> look alike. I can see with it with bangs and a short haircut. Right, right. But you guys have very similar features in your eyes, though. I, I definitely in the eyes, I see it. Not so much in a lot of other features, but her haircut there match. But y'all have similar eyes. Yeah. Is that is that wrong to say? Maybe. <laughs> it may be wrong. I think it. I know. I, I think I agree with you. Yeah. I, I I think Drew Barrymore is pretty cool. 
I'll have to think. I'll think. I'll think about Sydney. I'll have to compare it. So, who's the guy, who's the guy that plays Doctor Brule or uh, on um, Talladega Nights uh, opposite Will Ferrell? What's his name? Ooh. Oh gosh, I can see his face. That's who I'd want to play me. That guy. I think he's so cool. Yeah, man. What? what John is his C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yes. yes. John C. Riley. I think John C. Riley is the coolest. He's I'd funny too. Right. I'd love for him to play me. So that's what I got. Be cool. Right. I'm also a big fan of Reese Witherspoon. She's a very, very empowering in the, in the women's rights community. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool too. She's another blonde. I mean, she started her own uh, directing. Um, she started like her own, um, like pretty much her own company because she was tired of, of women not being cast as, as lead characters. So she started like directing movies on her own. So I thought that was kind of cool. She, yeah, she's also got like a personality that is um, like a tr- an attractive personality. I don't know how else to say that. Like, you know, seems very she's genuine. like fun and bubbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah we love that. Yeah, but she's also just like she's genuine. I like her. Yeah. So, all right, go yeah. ahead, Ray. You're up next. All right. So this one, this is a really tough question. So I'm glad you're seated. Okay. What's your favorite number? Thirteen. Oh, okay. Why? Yeah. Why the number thirteen? I really always liked that number because nobody else liked it, and so I always used it as like my sports jersey number because everybody else was so scared of it. And I was like, "Come on, y'all! It's just a number." So then I would always pick it because it would be the jersey that was left over at the end. Everybody picked their jerseys really quick. I would just run in at the end and grab what's left. And I always had number 13 and I just became my favorite number because I, I don't know, I just wore it when I was, I played like a million sports growing up as a kid. So I always ended up with that number on my back and I thought it was lucky for some reason. <laughs> I like right number 13. Oh, that's no, that's awesome. fair. 13 is a good number. It was my number. It's very small. popular number. Um, amongst like the, the, the biker community, uh, you see like a lot of ghost guys will wear a ring with the number 13. Really? Um, yeah. Like biker as in like motorcycle? Like motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. I had one yep. of those for a while. I sold it a couple months ago. Oh, right on. Yeah. <laughs> That's something I've always, I've never ridden a motorcycle. Oh. I've always wanted to, just never have. Gotta do it. You only live once. Got to put that on your bucket list. No, it's it's there. So, like, I've got a I've got a friend that is one of the managers of a Harley dealership in town. I've gone in and looked at bikes and whatnot. Um, I like the idea of it, but it's I've never just never had the opportunity. I'm one out because again, I'm bringing my size up because I'm I'm a refrigerator of a man, and I'm always scared the motorcycle won't hold me up. I know, like a road king is definitely sizable enough it's like a 900 mm-hmm. pound machine it'll be fine yes. but still i look at it and i'm like that's no it's not and i had the way. opposite problem i mean i'm not tiny i'm like five nine but i dropped my bike one time on me backing out of the garage and i could not get it off me because i'm weak so i was like oh no oh, no it's like a t- tiny little bike that i can move around <laughs> so I had the opposite issue right <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, five nine. I remember five nine. I think I was in sixth grade. Ha. No, I'm not making fun of you at all. I'm not. I'm just, I'm six five. So I'm I'm tall, and uh, I'm my shoulders are wider than a Costco shopping cart. 
Like, I, I don't even I should remember have played five football. nine. <laughs> what did you say? Poor Mike. I said I don't remember being five nine. I've, I've, ne- <laughs> I've never been five nine ever. I'm five seven on a good day. Wait, okay, wait, maybe wait, but you, you put some some cowboy boots on and you probably hit it. Right. Hit a little, yeah, I do little have cowboy boots. Yeah. 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 The old so. heels on. Uh, so, so Sydney, do you have any questions for us? I am curious how y'all met each other. Oh, we've had this one before. Awesome. Ray, yep. you can go. So Ray, Ray's good at this. Yeah, yeah, actually it was in jail. Um, <laughs> kidding. I'm totally kidding. Uh, so no, we were both, uh, in still in high school and we met at the boys and girls club of Pryor, Oklahoma, or, uh, boys and girls clubs of green country. It was in Pryor. Uh, so for folks who don't know, it's about an hour outside of Tulsa. And, uh, we both, you know, just, just hanging out. They had a teen thing on Friday nights and, uh, we met there and started to, to hang out to boys and girls clubs and just kind of hit it off as friends. And we've been hanging out literally ever since. Um, so it started out very simple and, and, and who knew back then, right? Mike, uh, that that would have happened. And I still have a handful of friends otherwise that I, I stay in contact with, um, that I met at the same place. Um, so just brought a, a bunch of, I don't want to say randoms, but mm-hmm. I don't know that a lot of us hung out together or knew each other otherwise, but right. that's where it got started. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, I like the jail story. We should come up with that, like develop that. <laughs> we should totally make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we should just to have for a fun. F- right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, you know, it's, it's funny that you're saying like, cause uh, I was, I was talking to my, my 13 year old the other day and you know, she's like, you know, cause friends are a big part of her life. And she was like, you know, who do you, who'd you, who do you talk to? That's your friends in junior high. I'm like, nobody. I'm like, I only talked to like a couple people, even from high school, you know, and, and one of them didn't even go to my high schools, you know? So, uh, it's, it's definitely different. Uh, but it, it, it is surprising to me every now and then that you and I, you know, stayed connected. Not, I mean, not, I'm not saying I'm surprised. Like, you know what I mean? It's a good surprise. I realized when I said it, it sounds yeah, like yeah. I'm so surprised I still talk to you. So, but what really I think was the foundation, Mike, the first time you and I ever went anywhere other than the boys and girls club was to pizza hut. And that was at the, at the time it was the only place in prior to get hot wings. And we both had a thing for hot wings. And so I really think our, our friendship was built on a foundation of wings Sorry, Sydney. Uh, no offense, honey. I, I know you're vegetarian, but Mike and I do. We 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 do eat. We're meat eaters. Now, I, I hey, hope we don't good. offend you with that. No, not even a little bit. No, you so, guys are good. Okay, okay. As I try to be sensitive, it's like I understand. Um, so, but um, yes. Um, so it, so it really, uh, it went on for that. We used to pay extra even to get like drummies only. <laughs> I, I don't really, know if you remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I'm well. There also used to be a wing place in Claremore, Oklahoma. It was all you can eat wings on like Wednesday night. Wednesday nights, yeah. yeah. You guys would run them out of business. We would try. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we would. We would. Yeah, we yeah. would uh, hurt their their profit margins those nights. 
Um, oh. You know, the same the same place, my same wing stop. That's where my wife wanted to go for our wedding rehearsal dinner. If uh, if you remember right, you were there for that too. Yeah, same remember, same yeah. place. Oh so. yeah, so All classy. Right. <laughs> Classy, classy folks. Um, <laughs> so I, I want to ask Sydney a couple more questions, but first I want to get back to the beers. So we built, we've all kind beer. of uh, gotten our, our beers under wraps here. I'm going to, I'm going to go over them real quick and then we're going to give them a rating and pair them with a song. And then I've got a, I've got a, a couple of questions for Sydney to take us out with and close out the podcast. Um, so a quick reminder, Great. uh, Sydney had the holiday brewing big Henry hazy IPA at 6.3% and they're out of golden Colorado. Uh, Ray had the adroit theories chasing visions of our future at 10.1%. And there's from Percival, Virginia, and that's a triple hazy. And then me, myself, and I had the new province brewing life as a luxury hazy IP at 7.1%. 7.1%. Man, I'm getting my merds mixed up. Um, all good beers. <laughs> all uh, uh, we're, we're about to find out what the ratings are. I, Ray, I would like, so what I'd like to do is Ray go first, I'll go second, and we'll save the best for last. Okay, right. so I, mean, I had a lot of good things to say about this beer. Obviously, I'm I'm a fan, and this is a first try for me from them. I picked up a, these cans from the brewery uh, my last visit in December of 2021. So I've been sitting on this for just a minute. But dude, loved, loved, loved this beer. Uh, I'm going to give a second nine out of ten tonight, Mike. This is just a badass beer, and I'm going to pair it with a song called "This Means War" by Avenged Sevenfold. Sorry, I was having to type that out. Avenged Sevenfold, this means war. Yes, sir. I'm giving nine, ten. Okay. Um, I'm going to give my beer. I had the Life is a Luxury, Hazy IP. I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. And uh, because the Life is a Luxury just made me think of that song by Tracy Bird called Lifestyles of the Not So Rich and Famous. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. So I, that I was so that fun song. back in the day. Sydney, you know that song? Yep. All right. Well, hey, it's a good day. We all know some uh, some corny '90s country. Uh, I like some so, '90s country. Oh yeah, we I love '90s country. Yeah. So anyway, seven out of ten. Tracy Bird, lifestyles of not so rich and famous. And now it comes down to you, ma'am. Uh, tell us about uh, I, your rating and song. I actually just realized that I didn't spend any of my time earlier talking about the actual beer. I talked about the brewery instead. <laughs> the whole time. Well, tell us about I the beer. talk about the beer. So um, I'll, I'll go into that a little bit more now. When I poured this beer into the glass, because I'm one of those um, people that can't drink beer out of a can because I just have so many glasses, I just like to use them. I When I poured it, I could not tell where the foam ended and where the beer started because this beer is absolutely so hazy. And I would even venture to say this is the haziest in color and in opaqueness beer that I have ever had. Um, it is a very light yellow hazy color. Um, it very, it comes across the tongue very hazy. Um, a lot of hazies that I have had before are, are thicker, like they kind of, you almost like chew them. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're kind of thicker. This is a very watery, um, beer. It's not very thick at all. Um, and it is very hazy in, in color for sure. Like that's, 
that's what stands out the most for me out of everything. The flavor, um, I get a lot of citrus in the beer as well. Um, and I get a very tart back end to this beer. It's very, very pungent. And the taste stays with you for a long period of time to the point that it's, it's almost aggressive how the beer stays with you. Normally to me, hazies are very smooth beer. Um, they're kind of, they're very, they're very easy drinking. I think this beer is initially easy drinking and then you really bite those hops at the end. And, and that tastes like I, I haven't had a drink from it in about 30 seconds or so. And I can still very, very, very distinctly taste exactly what that beer tastes like. Um, which is something that for me is surprising because normally a hazy IPA doesn't do that. Um, and it almost leaves like a tingling taste in my mouth. Like it's very, very distinct. Um, and I almost, I don't know if I like that part or not. I like everything else about the beer. Um, but that like lingering tart aftertaste would probably give this beer around a, a six out of 10 for me, maybe, maybe a six and a half out of 10. is what I would give it. I love the flavor of it, but that like tingling kind of super tart aftertaste doesn't sit super well with my palate. Although everything else about the beer is really good, including love the brewery, but they do have a blonde that I really like. I think even more than this, even though I'm more of a, an IPA drinker for sure. So I'm going to give this beer a six and a half out of 10. Um, and the song that I pair it with is I'm going to miss her by Brad Paisley. Oh yeah. That totally fits with the big picture of fish <laughs> in the can. <laughs> Gotta have it. And most of what I listen to is nineties country. So I'm just like thinking about loving, loving to fish. And this whole beer is, is, is the whole idea behind this beer is, um, you don't, you don't think that you've landed a good beer, but then don't let it get away. So kind of cool, man. Oh, looky there. She got a bite. There we go. There's, there's <laughs> Sorry. Had to do it. Got to do it. Um, my favorite Brad Paisley song is mud on the tires. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one. So, um, so I know we're kind of getting close to our time here. We've, we've been on here a long time and, uh, we surely appreciate uh, the company, Sydney. Yeah. Uh, thank you for coming on. Um, what I'd like to do is I'll, I'll do an overview of the beers real quick. And then, um, and I'll give you a second to think about this, but just think about some of your favorite beers you've had and just kind of give us a rundown of some of those, uh, you know, in no particular order, just say, you know, I've recently had this or that. Um, and I'll give you okay. a couple of seconds to think about that while I'm going through the beers here real quick. All righty. All right. Sounds good. So, uh, for round one, uh, you know, we had three different beers. Sydney had the, uh, USS Tulsa, the Tulsa 16 oatmeal IPA from Marshall Brewing, uh, out of Tulsa. She gave it an eight out of 10 and paired it with uh, Brooks and Dunn's My Maria. Uh, great song. Ray had the Wild Leap Alpha Abstraction Double IPA. It's an 8% beer from Wild Leap out of LaGrange, Georgia. He gave it a 9 out of 10, and he paired it with a song called My Own Worst Enemy by the band Lit, uh, and that's spelled L-I-T, for those of you that need spelling lessons like I do. Then uh, (laughs) I followed it with Native IPA by Lost 40 Brewing out of Little Rock, Arkansas at 6.3%. 
I gave that beer an eight and paired it with Willie Nelson's on the road again. We took a short break. We came back and we had another beer because that's what we like to do. We like to drink uh, more than one and it's a lot of fun. So round two, uh, I had the life is a luxury hazy IPA from new province brewing at a Rogers, Arkansas at 7.1%. I gave it a seven. I paired it with Tracy bird's lifestyles of the not so rich and famous. It's a great song. Ray had the, uh, what'd you have Ray? You had the, uh, chasing visions of our future at 10.1% from a joint theory at a Percival, Virginia. You gave it a nine and paired it with this. This means war by Avenged Sevenfold. And I've heard of that band, so uh, you didn't you didn't uh, scare me away there. Oh, and good, then good. Uh, Sydney had the best song choice of the evening. Um, with so she drank the Holla Daily Big Henry Hazy IPA, six point three percent, hailing out of Golden, Colorado. This is almost like should be in like an announcer, like if you're in an MMA fight, out of Golden, <laughs> Colorado. Uh, anyway, so uh, she she gave it a six and a half and paired with Brad Paisley's. I'm going to miss her. Um, but the, the biggest part of this all is these are all scores that land every beer tonight on our craft beer bucket list. All these beers are now going to go on the list of beers you have to try before you die. Right, Ray? That is absolutely correct, sir. Yeah. So Sydney, just tell us about some of your beers that you've really enjoyed, uh, or something that you think we should check out or you want to give a shout out to. Yeah, I actually have three breweries that are my top three breweries of all time that I've ever been to. Um, and I know you might not appreciate it as much, but I'm a huge IPA person. So these breweries are for the hop heads. Um, brewery number one, coming out of St. Petersburg, Florida, Green Bench Brewing. Um, they are a very small brewery, um, that makes one of my favorite beers called Skyway Hazy Double IPA. Um, they also have a Skyway IPA as well, um, named after the Skyway Bridge that connects St. Petersburg to, um, Sarasota. And it is a great brewery. They have such a cool ambiance. They give industry discounts, which is always good. Um, and they're on a cute little strip in St. Petersburg that has a bunch of little um, small restaurants and bars and breweries. And they've just got a beautiful patio and just some awesome beers. They always have four IPAs on at the time at least. And so you can go in and get an IPA flight and just just indulge in the greatness. Um, I definitely would recommend checking them out if you're ever in the Tampa area for sure. Um, my other favorite brewery that I have been to is called trace Latros brewing. And, um, they are in Salida, Colorado, which is going to be about an hour from Gunnison, about an hour and a half from Crested Butte about three hours south of Denver. Um, it's absolutely just an incredible, incredible brewery. And I went there a couple months. It was in November. So I've been there. Um, I've only been there the one time and I had an IPA flight and I was just all over it. I gave their clean living, um, double milkshake IPA, a five out of five on untapped, which is not super common for me. Um, and I loved all of their beers. They had a, um, really great Imperial Oktoberfest. 
um, a couple of really good hazy IPAs on. It's just a tiny little brewery with a beautiful view of the mountains from their patio. So Trace Latros in Salida, Colorado. And then my third that brewery. Awesome, by the way. Third brewery. It is, oh my gosh, so good. And their beers were amazing. They have a little bit of everything there. Um, and this brewery might be a little bit more popular. Um, it's called Struggle Street Brewing Company in Beaumont, about an hour outside of Houston, Texas. Um, definitely recommend anybody that likes sours or IPAs to take a trip over there. It is worth it. Um, I had some amazing beers there. Um, and actually, and I'm not a very big, um, sour person, but I had a beer, a Bellina Vaisa sour called Struggleberry Tart, 11.2%. And it was absolutely wow. one of the best beers and definitely by far hands down the best sour that I have ever had. And their Bikini Bottom um, Pineapple Milkshake IPA got a five out of five as well. So they have some really good stuff down there. Some like super weird beers that you would never find anywhere else. Um, definitely on the craft beer bucket list for me, at least. I want to go there again. Um, and actually have a regular that popped into Broken Air Brewing Company the other day whose dad is from Beaumont and got me a shirt. So I'm excited to get that in. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. They found a Broken Arrow Brewing Company sticker in Struggle Street Brewing Company that I put there um, before I even worked there. And they saw it and they were like, oh, that's so cool. And so they posted on Instagram and tagged Broken Arrow Brewing Company. And then I found out that like people found my sticker that are regulars. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> Goes around, comes around. Absolutely right. No, it's cool when that stuff works out like that. So it's, it's a lot yeah. of fun. Sorry, I had those ready for you guys, and I wasn't even prepared for the question. But there you go. <laughs> Three really amazing breweries must check out all over the country. Right. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to remind everybody to check out Sydney at Can't Stop Will Hop. Uh, and when this episode goes live, we'll have uh, some stuff that can link you to her profile. And you can go check out um, all her things that she's got going on, beer and otherwise. I mean, uh, she has a lot of fun. Uh, and we appreciate Sydney coming on to our podcast and sharing time with us on because uh, folks, we record this on Monday nights and we start about nine o'clock and it's already uh, past 11. And uh, you know, cause I'm an old man uh, as we were saying earlier, I'm a 70 year old man all my life. Um, <laughs> I really appreciate people staying up late and hanging out and uh, taking their time. So thank you so much. Um, Ray, I'll let you take it from here. And uh, Sydney, when I'm in Tulsa, we're hanging out and having a beer. Let's do it. Let's do it for sure. All right. So also I've got to echo that. Sydney, thank you so much for taking the time. I certainly appreciate you. I uh, appreciate the knowledge that you're bringing to the craft beer industry. <clears throat> so I, I do like to, to follow you on Instagram. You've got a lot of great posts and great stories and whatnot. And what's great is it looks like you're genuinely having fun while you're doing it. Yes. And that's awesome. I totally love that. So also I love you guys that listen to us on Apple those five-star ratings. I love it when you guys check out the breweries and visit their social medias. You can find links to every brewery that we mentioned tonight in our show notes. Be sure to give that a visit. While you're on the social medias, be sure to give us a five-star rating again on Apple. Drop us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We're super easy to find. 
Also, if you're tuning in from iHeartRadio, thank you so much. And if you're listening to us on Facebook, uh, that's a totally a new thing. And we appreciate you guys tuning in from there. Obviously, I've had a few beers. I'm starting to stutter over easy words like appreciate. <laughs> but you know, hey, it's a thing. It happens. I'm at home in my home studio, so it's totally okay. I just have a commute to my bedroom in about 20 minutes to pass out. I think I'll be fine. And on that note, please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will catch you all on another episode in the 100s of Craft Beer Bucket List. Adios. Craft Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt, LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.